Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the podcast where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm Professor Sides. You can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides. Today is Tuesday, March 22nd, 2022, and this episode covers all of today's college basketball games. Jake is still on vacation, and he will be back for our Sweet 16 and Elite 8 breakdowns later in the week. In case you're new here, I built a mathematical model that predicts what the spread and total should be for every Division I college basketball game. And as I go through the plays, remember that A picks are the ones I love, B picks are the ones I like, and C picks are the leans. However, please remember that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as I'd like to say the model will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, yesterday, fantastic day for the model. Five and one, the only loss was South Alabama, who... I think it was up 16 at one point, was up 13, had a technical foul called on them, and then the wheels just came off. They still hung on for the victory, but could not cover the number. Our A play in Middle Tennessee State was a laugher. Uh, we started off the day right, finished the day right. Uh, lots to like yesterday. Hopefully we can keep that rolling for a third day in a row. So before we get to that reminder, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Subscribe or follow if you aren't yet. It's the only way to ensure that you don't miss any college basketball, MLB, or college football content I provide here for you on this channel. Share with a friend if you know others in the game and drop a comment on Twitter or YouTube. We love those and try to respond to as many as we can. We're going to kick it off again with the CBI, those games in Daytona Beach, 7 p.m. Eastern. UNC Wilmington is a three-point favorite versus Northern Colorado with a total of 130, 153 and a half the model thinks the total should be 151 i'm passing on the total we got the over in wilmington yesterday and i talked about the total in northern colorado the model said under but i just did not trust it with these games uh, the, the model knows it's a tournament game so i've put that in i'm, I'm not manually adjusting anything but but there is a, a formula that the model is using to increase the totals of these games where we typically see less defense I just don't think the model is able to catch up with Northern Colorado. They kind of struggle to you kind of struggle to catch up to them all year. That doesn't mean I take over 153 and a half. It's just a large number. And again, in general, you want to have a lot more confidence than I would have here going over that number. Um, but I don't trust the model saying under instead, especially with how both of these teams looked yesterday. Instead, I'm going to grab the three points with Northern Colorado as a B pick. They've been good to us. I mentioned yesterday UNC Wilmington, uh, no offense to them, they're kind of a team I was hoping would go away because the model seemed to fade them a lot and it hadn't worked well throughout the season. But I went back and looked, the last 10 games that Wilmington's played, and the model's been pretty accurate. It's missed by considerably less than the middle of the season. I think the model's finally caught up to UNC Wilmington. It definitely was not middle of the season, but I have good reason to think that it's caught up. I think this number that I make is more accurate than the book. I think that UNC Wilmington should be favored by 1.8, so either a point and a half or two. I think you're getting value with Northern Colorado plus three. I think Northern Colorado could easily win this game, especially being um, these tournaments, weird things happen. If you saw that Northern Colorado game yesterday, or at least you followed it on Game Tracker, you saw some weird things happening with that with all the runs. I see the same sort of thing today. Kind of anything could happen. I think taking the three points offers value in case it's close. Northern Colorado could easily lose by a point or two. They could easily win the game. Uh, or if you are inclined to say you have more variable outcomes in these tournaments, I don't think that a small play on Northern Colorado's money line is a bad idea either. Just I don't really know what to expect in this game. 
but the model thinks there's a little bit of value on them. And I do too, just because I think uh, anytime you can grab points or plus odds in a I don't know what's going to happen game makes a lot of sense. Both teams solid, both teams playing fairly well, but neither team has a clear edge against the other one. The other semifinal, Middle Tennessee State versus Abilene Christian, it'll be at 9.30 Eastern approximately. Middle Tennessee State is a two-point favorite with a total of 141. It's always tough in these tournaments. I talked about this. Everybody's winning, and so every time that you pick a side, you're now saying, yeah, I know you looked good, but I think you're going to lose now. It's, 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 it's a lot tougher than the regular season where – Half the teams have lost the game before, and so you can talk about, I don't think they can keep that going, or you say, I think this is a good bounce-back spot, right? There are no bounce-back spots here. If you need to bounce back, you know, you're done. And so it's it's tough. I, I said yesterday ACU was the way to look. I was hoping for a better number. Um, I love Middle Tennessee State, so, I mean, there's a lot to like about both of these teams. And so now looking at the side here, it's it's a it's a tough one. Um, my number is Middle Tennessee State minus 1.4. I might lean ACU on the side just because I think, again, anything can happen. I think both these teams are pretty good. My hunch is I will have either one of these teams, whoever wins this game, favored in the championship game against the um, winner of the other semifinal game. I think these are the two two best teams of the four remaining. But, I mean, grabbing two points isn't really enough to excite me. And the money line, you're not going to get anything great. It, it kind of does remind me of that ACU game yesterday. I think Ohio and Middle Tennessee State are fairly similar in terms of how good they are. So I mean, I might look that way. That's kind of the lean, I'd say, but that's not my official pick. My official pick is going to be over 141 as a B play. I think that's your smarter investment on this one. I make the total 143.4. Um, ACU plays a lot faster than Boston does. I trust them to score more than 46 points. We know Middle Tennessee State can score. And again, I mentioned this yesterday, that ACU, there's still kind of this narrative of um, playing slower and having good defense carry over from last year. And that's not what this team is. This team plays fast and they have a better offense than they do defense. And you saw that last night in their game. I see tonight being very similar to the uh, Ohio Abilene Christian game yesterday. Um, Middle Tennessee state, maybe a tiny bit better. And so in that case, maybe, you know, they got a better chance to hang in there, be a coin toss game. But overall, I think it'd be pretty similar just with one or two missed shots going, you know, deciding the game. Um, so the side, a tougher play for me at this number. I don't really like it, but I do like that over 141 as a B pick, which takes us to the NIT games for the night. St. Bonaventure at Virginia. This is a 7 p.m. Eastern tip off. The model thinks Virginia should be a three point favorite. They're actually favored by three and a half. The model thinks the total should be 126. It's actually 125. So my numbers are pretty close on this one. This is an interesting one for me. The model has faded the bodies all year. If you've been listening to us for any, any time, you know, I've faded them. You know, the Jakes faded them a lot. The model doesn't really want to fade them today. Maybe that means they're a solid play at plus three and three and a half. It's tough to say uh, with both of these teams because they've had their ups and downs over the season. It's a pass for me on the side. I don't really have a lot of confidence personally. I'm just throwing that nugget out there, just something to think about. Um, we weren't really profitable or we weren't really up or down on fading the bodies this year. It was a very 50-50 endeavor. So we, we faded the bodies all year, but the number was pretty accurate on them. So it's hard to say what that means. So I just don't have a lot of confidence with my model on a pick on the side. I'll take the over 
125, only as a C pick, though, only as a lean. As the NIT progresses, we tend to see more defensive in the early rounds. The early rounds tend to see some teams who maybe their hearts aren't in it, and so defense becomes more optional. Um, teams are trying out new things. Coaches are saying go out there and have fun. And if you tell kids to go out there and have fun, for the most part, they're going to push the the pace a little bit. They're going to try to score. Things are going to get a little more careless. You might have more turnovers leading to quick, fast break buckets. But as the tournament goes on, you have teams who are really wanting to be there. They're disciplined. They're trying to work on something for next year. The defense gets a little bit better. They kind of focus in on that. We'll really see that next week at a neutral site. We'll see a lot more defense, I think, on display. This quarterfinal round is kind of a hybrid of that. It's tough to say. With Virginia involved, you never really know just how, just given how slow they play. So it's a small edge. I'm a little nervous about the defenses tightening up. I think the number's a little short. So that's why I said I think I like over 125. It, it, you know, we just need one stretch of good four minutes, a lot of points, and that'll that'll give us a good little cushion. So I think over is the smart side, but I don't love it. It's just a lean for me on that game. And then the other NIT game here, Vanderbilt at Xavier. That'll be at 9 Eastern. Xavier's a three-and-a-half-point favorite with a total of 142-and-a-half. The model thinks the total should be 142.2, so it's a straight pass on the total for me on this one. I'm going to take Vanderbilt plus three-and-a-half as a B-pick. The model thinks it should only be Xavier minus 2.6. Xavier is a tough place to play, but I think Vanderbilt is about even with them overall and if you consider the recent play and I, and I do understand that Xavier has won in this tournament to get here but I think if we only look back two games of any window we're really missing how a team is playing and if we go back from before that Xavier really struggled and they really struggled at least compared to how good they looked early in the season Vanderbilt you could say has struggled at the end of the year but Vanderbilt was kind of up and down all season. They didn't really ever have a stretch where they looked fantastic, and they never really had a stretch where they looked worse than usual, whereas Xavier's are the way around. So if I look at the overall season metrics, I think these two teams are pretty equal. But if you consider the recent play, I give Vanderbilt a slight edge. Either way, it's hard to – you're not going to convince me that home court in the NIT is worth three and a half points. This year saw the worst home court advantage ever. And so if you said Xavier minus two and a half – I think it's easier to buy. Again, the model thinks 2.6. I, I personally, I think Xavier minus two is probably the, the right number here. Just as a reminder, we're all about slow and steady growth. I know the year is winding down. If you only bet basketball, I encourage you, don't try to double your profits here at the end. Don't try to catch up with your losses. There's only a handful of games left. We want to continue the same good practices that we had all season. Slow and steady wins the race. Slow and steady, strong, but bankroll growth. I think there's value here. And that's what we're going to do. We did it at the very beginning of the season. We're going to do it now. We're going to continue to take value and say over the long run, that's going to be profitable. There's value here in this number at plus three and a half. So I think take Vanderbilt and grab the points. It should be a tight game. Anybody can win. And so I think that's your smart investment there. Which brings us to our last game of the day, the college basketball classic I think that's what it's called. Again, they seem to change the name of that every year. 9 p.m. Eastern, Southern Utah at UTEP. UTEP is a four-and-a-half-point favorite with a total of 143. The model thinks the total should be 
5.4. So over might not be a bad look, but I love taking Southern UTEP and grabbing those four and a half points. It's an A play for me. I think Southern Utah has a good chance to win this outright. As bad as Southern Utah is at defense, they're that good on offense. Both these teams are very average. This should be a, a toss-up game just with regards to how good these teams are. So UTEP minus four and a half makes zero sense to me. I also can't see much of a home court in El Paso. It's, it's a little bit opposite of what we talked about with Xavier. At least Xavier is a tough place to play. And I don't know if the students will show up for an NIT game that's that's variable across the country. I've seen some NIT atmospheres get pretty intense. Others, maybe not so much. It depends. Um, my, my hunch is Xavier will have a decent crowd there tonight. But at UTEP, in general, they don't have great crowds. I can't see them getting up for an NIT game, especially for a tournament that is – one of your lower ones. I'm not even sure. I don't, I'm not sure if it's lower than the CBI or not. Both of them are kind of afterthoughts. I think there's a lot of value here in plus four and a half. My model thinks this should be UTEP minus two. Honestly, UTEP minus one, I think probably makes a lot more sense because I'm just not sure you can give it the normal home court advantage. I doubt there's a lot of people there. I think you want to grab those points. I love this play. I think maybe even sprinkle a little bit on the money line. I think Southern Utah has a really good chance to win outright. And so again, as I just talked about the last game, we're all about good value. You know, don't, don't, you know, don't put five units on Southern Utah money line, right? But a little bit on that money line makes a lot of sense because if you play this game 10 times, I think Southern Utah wins it, probably five of them. And so at that point, getting those plus odds makes a lot of sense. So if we'll close out the day, they're strong with that A pick. And that's all we've got for you today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picks with the Professor. A reminder, check out the Google Sheet that is linked on the website that has full predictions. I gave them all to you today, but in case you had a hard time hearing all of those, right, it's all listed for you in the sheet, as long as predictions from other models as well. That website, again, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. If you haven't done so yet, click that subscribe button to ensure all of the best sports betting content right here dropped into your feed. I will see you tomorrow. Until then, remember, you need your betting money. Please don't bet your eating money.